Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. What if I told you that I have a friend that even through a pandemic, her wedding business brought in over $50,000 only through her album sales. So this was in addition to what she was doing, scraping by, even though her business came to a halt, she was still able to collect that kind of change with wedding albums. This is going to be a super juicy conversation. And I am so, so grateful that Amanda Rose has taken the time to chat with me today. Amanda Rose is one of my good, good friends, one of my besties in the industry. She resides in Carmel, California, originally from Pennsylvania, and she is honestly an inspiration. As a hybrid photographer, Amanda Rose offers both film, actual old school film photography, as well as digital. She even has a couple of photo studios. It is just so incredible to have a friend like her that encourages me to honestly increase my pricing, um, polish up my packages and truly, truly inspire and help each other grow. Now, I don't want to take any longer introducing her because we just are going to dive right into this conversation, help you increase your bottom line, increase your profits. And at the end of the day, truly increase and add value to your client experience with the use of albums. So dust off those old packages, pull out your sample albums. It is time to refresh everything. Let's get this party started. Welcome to Kiana Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins big or small by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, Amanda Rose. I'm so, so thankful you can join us today. Hey, Kiana. Thank you so much for having me. I am obsessed with albums. As you know, we all got into photography for a reason. And a lot of it is because we actually want to have these memories 
on our walls in our family homes and in our hands for photo albums on coffee tables. And I'm so grateful that we have kindred spirits and we also share this same passion for albums. Yeah, I love doing wedding albums. I think it's really important to have printed images. They mean a lot to me. And I know for my couples, they're so happy when they receive them in their hands. That's amazing. And I know like, let's just, let's just dive right into these questions because I know we're very passionate about this and you and I can talk for days and days about creating these unique client experiences and truly creating a luxury experience. That is something that I absolutely am inspired by you is by stepping into this luxury um, world. And a lot of it has to do with albums. So can you please share with us, how can albums add value for our couples? Uh, Yeah, I think it's a really good question. I believe albums add value for our couples in many ways. We're bringing them value by printed artwork instead of it being in the cloud. I'm a huge believer of it being, you know, in front of them, tangible, in print. I mean, we all have cell phones these days, right? We're constantly taking photos. But the unfortunate part is how often do we actually get to look at those photos? Probably never, right? So it's really important to have those images in an album. So on occasion, you can go and look at them, right? Um, So I think we're bringing value to our couples that way. Another way we're bringing value to them is often this is their first family heirloom, right? It's the first thing that they get to have after their wedding day. And for them, it's really beautiful because they get to have all these precious moments from the day to relive. And so often it's their first family heirloom. Another thing that brings value to them is we're offering them like an elevated level of service. And so you know, there's a lot of photographers that, you know, when they're first starting out, they don't realize that they could be offering printed products, frames, albums, books, anything to kind of give their clients to hold at the end of the, at the end of the day. And so we're offering them an an elevated level of service in that regard. And then being a photographer, you know, often we got into this career as being an artist and honestly, it's adding value to us, right? It's offering and letting us be uh, artists too. So that's what we believe. I'm so happy you mentioned that because oftentimes photographers, I feel a lot of us struggle with kind of dancing between capturing and creating on a wedding day, right? Like we feel like we we feel like we have to kind of like get our ego in the way and try to create these luxury images and these intimate moments by either capturing them candidly, but then also posing them and directing them and making them happen. So I I love that you mentioned that we actually do get to be artists and we get to be storytellers and we get to capture these beautiful moments and then curate them into these, these just generational timepieces. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. I don't know how we couldn't offer albums at the end of the day, right? It makes me feel better as an artist. And I know it serves my couples really well. I love that. So we know they're important as photographers and our parents know how important these albums are. And many of our past clients, obviously yours for sure, that are, they are investing in these albums. What are some ways that photographers can kind of create touch points or weave in the value of albums into our, into the sales process? Because I know for me, for example, I've been doing it all wrong for years is I don't even really mention the album until it's time to pay, right? For years, it's always been kind of an afterthought, even though in my heart of hearts, I know I'm ordering an album for myself and my mom and for grandparents on my wedding day. 
but I guess like we, I just want to share, like, we know the value of it, but how are we creating those touch points for new clients and new couples that come into our world to truly share that value? Good question. Um, so for me, it's all about educating them, right? So we say educate, 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 right? We're the professionals. We know what to do. We know how to serve our couples. You know, often it's their first time getting married and they don't know, they don't know what to expect. They don't know what to, what to expect at the end of the day. They don't know how to go through the process. So for me, you know, from the inquiry up until the engagement session till right before the wedding to delivery of the wedding, you know, we're constantly touching about, you know, wedding albums and what do you want to do with your photos? You know, what's your goal? Like, what's the end result of where you want these things to be, right? Where do you want these memories to, to land, to live? So in my workflow, we just counted this recently. Actually, I mentioned uh, albums 18 different times in my workflow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just because it's like a natural thing that I want to talk about or if, if it makes sense in the workflow, but it's just there, right? So we just counted it, you know, just for kind of, you know, giggles to see how much, you know, how often we talk about it. But honestly, from the first inquiry, I noticed that in my emails, I'm immediately talking about like, after we, you know, connect for a phone call, you know, I'd love to talk to you guys about, you know, what's your end result? Like, what's the end goal with these images? Like, what do you want to do with those at the end of the day? So even in the initial inquiry, I'm talking to them about the wedding album immediately. And then when it comes to the actual like discovery call, because I, I get on the call with every single one of my clients and we talk about their day and everything. And, you know, just like images that like really really talk to like their heart, right. And what images they'd want to have in their wedding day and things like that. And then I'll ask like, Oh, where do you want to see that image? Right. Do you want to see that in your album? Do you want to see that on a wall? Do you want to see it like in a print in a frame? Right. Um, so in the discovery call, we have a conversation and they're already thinking like, Oh, you're right. Where do I want these photos? Right. After that discovery call, we do the booking. Right. And in the booking, I have a questionnaire about do they want to have the images included in the actual collections or do they want to have them later, right? Sometimes they want to have them later and that's totally okay, but we're still talking about it. Then we'll go into the actual engagement session right before they come in. So I have a, I have a studio here in Carmel. Often we're doing my engagement sessions locally. So I'll have them pop in 30 minutes prior. We'll get to know each other. They get an opportunity to touch, feel, go through the albums and really have a chance to like see what they are, look at the pictures on the wall. But not every photographer has an opportunity, right? Not everyone has a studio. So my tip for people is that, you know, photographers, if they have a sample album and they meet their client on location, bring your album with you. That gives the client and the couple the greatest opportunity to actually feel the weight of an album and to really start getting excited and kind of live in the moment of that engagement session and what they could do with images, even from the engagement session, right? Um, so often I'll show them like guest books at that time or and also wedding album. So bring it, so bring an album with you on your engagement session, right? Um, post wedding, you know, the wedding's happening, or not post wedding, but the wedding, the wedding day, we're going through the wedding day. I'm talking about the wedding album all day long, right? I think you do that too, Kiana, right? Oh yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah. So even when we're doing, you know, I go cheek to cheek looking at me, I'm like, oh, this is going to be for your, you know, your grandparents or on your wall. Like I just talk about it naturally. And I think it's just because I'm excited about it. And it's something that means a lot to me. So, um, so that's all during the wedding day. We're talking about that. 
And then post-wedding, I am, you know, immediately jumping back into like, hey guys, like it was so great, you know, having this beautiful wedding day with you. And um, I can't wait to show you your sneak peek of your wedding album, right? Amazing. And I love how you are visualizing this for your couples or you're allowing your couples to truly see their wedding day and their moments on their walls and on their coffee tables or above their fireplace, right? Like their nice portraits in their homes. And I feel like that is something that couples don't really think about. They're so concerned with the day and they're so concerned with all the details and the decor and all the moving parts and the vendors and honestly, all the money that they're spending on that day that mm-hmm. they don't really look past it, right? Like they have their honeymoon to look forward to, but they a lot, oftentimes don't because like you said, we're the experts. We're educating them on this, that they're not really visualizing these canvases and these beautiful framed prints and uh, these high end. I, I love how you mentioned the weight of the album, right? Like the quality. And because when you hold, I know I've, I've photographed your albums. I've played with them. I flipped through them. I have firsthand experience with your work. And it's just, it's stunning. And it's true. There's something powerful about having that album sit on your lap as you are flipping through the day. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. I always joke around with my couples too, when they come in to look at the wedding albums, because they're so heavy in the pandemic when, I don't know if you're like me and you like to like, you know, do weights and stuff like that, but like you couldn't find weights online anywhere for your home gym, right? So, I mean, so what I would do is I, I joke with them, of course, they're like, oh yeah, I'd use the wedding albums as my weights. And they just, they think it's so funny because they're heavy. They're meant to last for generations. Right. So hilarious. Yeah, no, that's funny. I can see you like already lifting up your arms above and doing squats with your albums. <laughs> well, and it's, and it's funny you mentioned the pandemic because I actually have one of my couples mentioned to me how special it was because they actually had a COVID baby. Right. So they had their son, I think was born in February of 2020 or something. So So, I mean, he was just so tiny and then being able to look through the family album of their wedding and point out grandparents and point out siblings and cousins and just family members. That's the power of these albums is still staying connected to your family and to those memories. And just right there on your coffee table is just the coolest thing. So that's amazing. Yeah. And not to pivot for a second, but during the pandemic, I mean, a lot of us didn't know what to do with ourselves as photographers, right? Wedding photographers, there were no events happening, you know, and to be quite honest with you, album sales are what took me through the pandemic. And I kid you not, but I've had several um, couples, I mean, gosh, 2014, 2015, uh, I think one was from 2013 who inquired with me. And they finally did their wedding albums, right? So this, so this conversation that we're having is not necessarily just for our future couples. We could also be serving our couples that, you know, happened five years ago, six years ago, last year, the year before, right? So I think this is good conversation for everyone to hear. I love that. And you're right. It, it's, it's an opportunity to work with or to think kind of front of mind, your past clients, your current clients, and your future clients. It's all encompassing. So I just think that is so cool. Albums are never going out of style. <laughs> so let's talk numbers. I like, I feel like we've all decided, okay, as photographers, if you are not already adding these to your workflow, what are we leaving on the table literally by not offering albums? Well, I would say, I mean, if I did not 
offer albums last year, I would personally be leaving minimum 50 grand on the table. So last year alone, um, you know, we have a workflow for all, all of our wedding albums, but at the very minimum, we made 50 grand last year. So, and that might be intimidating to some new photographers who are listening to your podcast, right? And I don't want to intimidate them, but I want to encourage them because even if they just have a few weddings in one year, they can very easily still serve their clients and still put put something in their pocket and still feel very valuable, right? So for example, there are companies that are album companies that are very affordable. And then there are album companies that are very exclusive and they're a lot of money for cost of goods, right? So for example, like I love Miller's. Miller's is a a really approachable lab to work with. Um, Their albums are amazing and they're great for every type of couple, right? At every price point. So one of the albums that we offer is a 10 by 10, right? That's a pretty general size album for couples for wedding days, right? So say you want to give them 15 spreads, which is a left page and a right page. That's one spread. You do 15 of those, right? That's 30 pages. That's a pretty average starting of a wedding album. And so the cost of that wedding album through a company like Miller's is about 200 bucks plus shipping. So maybe like 230, right? The general rule is when you have that cost of good is that you're going to multiply that by four at least. So if you think about it that way, that's that's a thousand dollars. It's so much more money that you'd have if you didn't, I mean, you're able to make that money without picking up your camera again. I think that's really valuable for the people who are, you know, parents and they want to be spending more time with their kids, or they just don't know how to, you know, even today I had a a conversation with a good friend of mine. I was helping her um, implement albums into her system. And she just thanked me and just said that how much more time that she has to spend with her kids. Right. So, so for the numbers wise, I know that's helped her because she's able to not take another session because she sold a wedding album. You know, that's one album sale at a thousand dollars. That's amazing. And I feel like all of us are trying to look for ways to add to that bottom line without creating more work. Like I, you know, substantially more work. Like you, you mentioned, you didn't have to pick up your camera or your friend didn't have to do that. And that that's amazing. That is an offer. And that is something that we can add basically to our menu of our business. How would you suggest someone kind of as a photographer can get through that guilt? Because I feel that guilt sometimes uh, as I'm trying to sell these albums thinking, okay, they've just invested a bunch in me. They're already investing three, four, five, six thousand $6,000 in their just wedding coverage, not including an album. And then I'm going to slap them with another twelve to $1,200 to $2,000 album sale for me personally, like just me being Kiana, I'm thinking like, that's a lot of money, right? So how can we as photographers kind of change that mindset and think, wait a minute, this is not about the money. This is, you are adding so much value. You're curating these stories and you are adding, like you mentioned before, a, a generational heirloom that is going to just stand the test of time for these families. I mean, it is a beautiful thing. It is priceless. I mean, I've had couples tell me, oh my gosh, Key, this is so affordable. Like I, I would have paid 10 times this amount to have this album in my hand. Like the thought of not having this is just not even an option. So in your experience, how can photographers kind of break that, that guilt? Yeah. And I, I understand that like when it comes to albums or products, there's this, there's like this selling, but you don't want to be salesy, but honestly, 
and so many and so many photographers in our industry will say this it's more like serving your clients right it's more like serving your couples it really is so even though sure you can make a thousand dollars off of one album or you know and that's not even that's not even adding additional spreads or upgrading covers or adding boxes or adding parent albums or product right like frames and stuff like I totally understand but I think what's important is just one you have to be really confident in what you offer, right? You don't want to just pull up, you know, an album company site or a lab company site and be like, I order all the, I I offer all of these things. Like that's overwhelming, right? To anybody, right? And you can't generally, you know, confidently say like, oh yeah, this, this print comes, you know, in this way with this type of frame, right? Cause you can't, cause you don't know, cause there's too much there, right? I think the best way is to find a product that speaks to your brand something that you love. Like, you know, the girl I was talking to today, like she chose an album that was a leather wrap. I don't have leather wraps in mine. My album, my albums have have three different albums. I have a suede for my elopements. I have a genuine leather for my uh, bigger weddings. And then I offer a linen, right? And they're all square ratio albums. So I think like having that, that confident in what you're, what you're offering, having that album fit your brand. So you feel great selling it. And also, like I said, again, it's not about selling, it's about serving them, right? Because here they are investing X amount of money into photography, right? It's the one thing that they actually get to go home with. And I know I'm speaking to like a lot of hearts right now, but it's the truth. Sure. They have the top layer of their cake for next year. Amazing. It's probably doesn't taste that good, but like... (laughs) You know, but their flowers die within 24 to 48, right? And then you have these images. And once again, it brings back to the the value questions that we asked earlier. But like, you're basically saying that your photos, you know, iPhone photos are just as good as your wedding photos. And I don't think that's fair because you're not spending X amount of money, you know, this amount, this amount of money on those iPhone photos, right. But you're spending this amount of money on your wedding day photos. I believe firmly believe that they should be living somewhere else except for the cloud. Right. Mm -hmm. So to get past like that mindset, you know, that mind shift of like, I think it's about serving them well, right. You don't want these images to live in a cloud, like your iPhone photos. That's crazy. Right. I mean, if they're spending this much money, help them, help them finish the job by offering them a finished product that makes you feel good. You're confident in selling. It fits your brand. And you know, at the end of the day, they're going to have their first family heirloom and they're going to love it day in and day out. I'm like, I'm like an iPhone photo. Oh, that's so powerful. And I feel that you totally hit the nail on the head where you said you are serving, you are not selling. That right there is kind of, I think that's your mic drop moment so far of the conversation. I'm serious because that's exactly what people need. They're investing in you and they, they don't want a gazillion options. That's paralyzing. They may not even want to actually go through their photos. They may just want to see a sample album of images of what, you know, like a proof of what they're going to get. Right. We can get into that a little bit more too, about designing the albums, but I just feel like it's a disservice. Like you are not providing the absolute best experience. If you're not offering these albums. No, it's the truth. I mean, as artists, once again, like we want to see our, our final work, you know, somewhere, right. We want to see either in like a frame or an album. I mean, it breaks my heart when couples are like, Oh, we're not ready. You know, it's like, oh, okay. I hope next year. You know what I mean? So 
let's talk on our, our, your wedding anniversary, you know, but, um, but yeah, I would say 90% of my clients though, my couples, excuse me, definitely get an album within the first year. That's incredible. And I, I, I truly believe it's because you speak so highly of them and you're constantly educating on them. And I just feel like that's at that point, it's a need. It's, it's just as important as you said, like the cake, right? It's just as important as having the DJ on the wedding day, as much as we need to be there for photography, they need those albums. So providing that service is just such a blessing. So let's dive into another question. Um, what are some tips that you would have for photographers? So we've already decided, okay, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, you've convinced me, like, I don't feel slimy and salesy. Like, you know, I feel equipped and a little more confident to, you know, to start actually offering these, but what tips or advice would you share with photographers to kind of streamline the ordering process? Like, what does that look like for you? Are you designing the albums? Are you picking the pictures? You know, what does that workflow look like? Because as, as, as overwhelming as it could be for our clients and our couples, I'm sure it's even more crazy for us behind the scenes trying to develop this workflow. So what does that look like for you? If you could kind of give us like the cliff notes version of that. Yeah. So I would say it comes back to like, finding the one product you want to sell, right? The one product you want to offer to your clients. So pick an album company, look at their albums, see which one speaks to you, which one you think you could use for, you know, future marketing to start showing your couples, right? You pick that album. For me, it'd be a 10 by 10 leather because I feel like that that's a timeless album. A lot of people are going to like that, right? So I would choose one of those albums as my, as my product. So you've shown it, you've seen it, right? You've designed it once. If you haven't designed it yet, this is the perfect time to do a sample album. So that's when you would find that product that you want. You're like, this is the album I want. When I first did this, it was confusing. I'm not going to lie. You're trying to figure out like how to order a book that costs a pretty, pretty, pretty bit of money, right? And then you want to figure out, make sure it's done correct, right? So what I did is I, I picked up the phone and I talked to the company and I said, hey, can you walk me through how to, how to order this album? And they will be happy to do so. So I never made I never made a mistake on ordering my first sample album because they walk you through because they want to encourage you to be comfortable in the process of doing it. And so there are um, there are uh, online softwares you can use. Like I use Fundy, which is really amazing. So you can go there and select what company your album is with. Then you can put your photos in, and then you can design, and then you can even order through the the software. But if you didn't even get that far yet and you don't have that software, a lot of album companies have a software built in their built in their um, company called Rose. And that's where you can start and they will walk you through how to actually order the album. The only other part is you picking the images. So you go through your online gallery, you select the images that you want and you start placing them in the book. And the reason why I suggest that you do that is because once you put that ball in your couple's court, it will take forever. It never happens. <laughs> it never happens. And I learned that the hard way many years ago. And honestly, that's overwhelming. I mean, do we really want to have that responsibility as a couple in an area that we've never done before to, to design our own wedding? No way, right? So leave it to us. I love that. And then do you give your clients the opportunity to make any edits or once you kind of create that proof or that sample album for your couple, what does that exchange look like? What does that back and forth look like for you? 
Yeah. So um, I'm actually going to be teaching on this pretty soon, but I offer, I offer like an in-person design. So whether they are local or they're not, they can be virtual, but I offer the possibility for them to hop on a Zoom call, kind of like this. Mm -hmm. And we are able to have a conversation about the album that I've already designed for them. And then I walk them through the whole process of how images talk to each other, what images go where, in my opinion, of telling a story. And then that's their opportunity to be like, oh, wait, I like image one, two, three. Can we put that here? I mean, at the end of the day, it's their wedding. So they are attached to certain imagery that that I'm not attached to. An image that I might think is like absolutely stunning and breathtaking. They might be like, oh, I like this one. And it's actually like a really goofy one of them. And I would have never picked it, right? So I think that, you know, having the opportunity to do that live design with each other gives them, you know, the flexibility of picking and choosing their images and swapping things out. I love that. To be honest, I've never heard of that. I've, you know, I've heard of other, you know, design conversations where there's, there's tons of other programs or like even working with Align albums for me, like they, you know, my clients can go back and they can add notes and comments. Like they're flipping through, it looks like a high school yearbook template, right? Like they kind of like can flip back the pages and make those comments, but what a great service that you can offer. And I feel like, okay, so I don't know why I'm getting this thought right now, but you know, in friends, when Monica is literally having a tantrum because her wedding day is over (laughs) and and Chandler and Chandler's like, what is wrong with you? Like, why are you this way? And she's just like huffing and puffing. And so it just kind of reminds me what a gift that photographers can give to their brides and to their couples to almost create this continuation of their wedding day and create this fun. I mean, I can just imagine you can go all out and say, Hey, we're going to plan this wine night or grab a toast of champagne. And, you know, we're going to cuddle up on the couch and do this live album design, like the live design. It just, that is such a branded word to create another fun, intimate moment for your couples. That is just mind blowing. Amanda Rose. I love that. And honestly, it's fun for me too, because I get to relive the day with them. We get to banter back and forth about certain moments of the day. And I think what it does is that it connects feelings and emotions to certain imagery and it weighs on them more for them to really value it in a way that they might not want to remove it from the album, right? They might want to keep it there. Oh, And that's a great way to kind of add those little sales tactics to start adding pages, possibly increase the bottom line, right? And and having that Kickstarter, having that visual. And that's one thing I struggle with a lot. I, I suffer from monkey brain where I think that everybody thinks like I do, right? I think, oh, if if couples aren't designing their albums, it's not because they don't know how or because they're not good at it. It's just because they're busy or because they don't have enough time or, you know, maybe they don't have the money because um, they just drained their savings for their wedding day. So all these thoughts are swirling in my head, but that's just not true. There are so many of our couples that, I mean, looking at album design and picking photos would be like speaking a new language to them. Like they just, that is not their expertise. And so if we can provide that for them, oh my gosh, like they're, they're happy. Like they're, they're so excited to spend that money because they know it's going to what they want. Exactly. Yeah. The work is done for them. They just need to show up, have a glass of wine and, you know, pick which, which images they want to keep. I'm obsessed. This is a whole process that, oh my gosh. And I'm so happy that you're working on education for this because I know so many photographers need this. 
So, okay. So now that we've decided, okay, we are absolutely adding albums to our workflow. We are adding albums to our client experience and, you know, making them a little checkpoint that we can add to their purchase. What are some tips or advice you have for shooting for the album? So like, if you could share like, you know, maybe what are some five must have images that, you know, that doesn't matter what wedding it is, whether it's an elopement or a big fat Greek wedding, or, you know, some type of larger event, what are some images that photographers can proactively look for to sort of create that, like that wedding story for the album? I think this differs between each photographer and what, what their, what their vision is. So for me, I'm a storyteller. And so I believe in actually telling the story from the beginning to the end, from how I see it, right? There are photographers who will select imagery that are more portraits and they speak to each other in that regard. But for me, like if it was my wedding album and I looked at it in 50 years from now, I would want to see the whole day, not just the portraits of the day, right? So because of that, to be quite simple about it, you're already shooting for the wedding album. Like you're already doing it. So to have five images to include like the must have five, I think about it more like the five checkpoints of the day. So you have, uh, and I think we've talked about this too, but you know, the checkpoints are really like, you know, getting ready, couples portraits, ceremony, family portraits, and the reception. So as long as you have a mix of photos in each of those checkpoints of the day, I'd say pick, pick 75 to hundred photos for yourself to kind of go through a variety of, of each section, right? Some vertical, some horizontal, and then you can have more uh, flexibility in the design process, right? But really it's, if you want to do a storytelling way, you have five checkpoints of a wedding day, pull from each of those sections and do it from left to right from start to finish. Amazing. And I feel like having those kind of in the back of our mind thinking, that's almost another checklist too, of just actually capturing images of the day. So whether it's for the album or not, it's so important to have those reminders. I love how you mentioned the checkpoints. So it's not, Oh, a photo of getting into the dress or, Oh, a photo of the first kiss. It's more, it's more capturing like the essence of those timeline checkpoints. So I love that. Yeah. Because think about it. Like I'm sure we've come across some couples who, you know, in our online galleries these days, we can make images private. If you take note of that before you design a proof and you look and see what images they made private, often it's, you know, getting ready photos or things that they don't want people to see. And, or sometimes maybe she didn't feel confident, you know, in that section of the day. Sometimes they don't want to have those photos in their, in their actual wedding day. So, but you could have portraits of her mom getting ready in the day, right? Uh, in the, in the beginning or her and her girls on the bed with their champagne, you could do those images instead of like her actually buttoning up the dress with just such a classic shot. Right. Um, so there's other ways of doing it, but I think just having a variety of photos for each point of the day, each checkpoint of the day, um, will really put you, uh, at a great start. Amazing. I love this. I feel like you're already painting a really good picture from like start to finish and curating that story. I feel, I mean, like that's why we're photographers. <laughs> I love that. So I have one more question for you. Uh, why should you be creating sample albums? I know we touched on sample albums before a little bit earlier, but I want to dig a little bit deeper into this. And why should we actually be creating these sample albums? I think this is a really great opportunity for you to have the experience of 
designing an album, ordering an album, going through all the little hiccups you might go through. Um, I call it troubleshooting. Uh, even on the wet, like before a wedding day myself, I go through all my gear. I set up all my lighting to make sure there's no hiccups. Right. So I feel like it's really important for a photographer to have that experience of ordering a sample album. And then once again, it's just, it's just the fact that like, it's something that you could be proud of. You are able to talk about it more. You can photograph with it. You can market it. You could, you know, once again, the girl I was talking to earlier, all she did was do stories of her doing an album. And she made so many sales because she showed an album, right? So it's powerful in that regard, you know, from a, from like a serving and selling standpoint, absolutely. But in the same regard, it's like an opportunity for you to be really confident in ordering and knowing what you want as part of your brand and offering an elevated product for your couple. Yeah. And I feel like that's a, a lot of us need to actually just create them. I feel like there's no more dancing around this. If this is something that you want to do, order them now. Don't wait for busy season. Don't wait for booking season. Don't wait for, you know, things to slow down, order them now. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so important. And and I wanted to ask your opinion too. This is a little off the cuff here, a random question. I didn't prompt you with, so sorry. <laughs> but what is your advice for creating albums for venues? Is it something like, have you created albums in the past where maybe you would have a sample album that you would drop off at a local venue that you love working at? And would you include a variety of weddings from that specific venue? Would you include, would you recommend just kind of doing like a whole a day in the life of a real wedding, like an actual sample album you would deliver for a couple that got married at that specific venue. Like what is your advice for marketing these albums at your favorite venues? Gosh, I mean, I feel like this, this really, um, this really resonates with me because I am originally from the East coast, right. Which, you know, and I moved here about eight years ago and I didn't have any weddings here, right? So I didn't have that marketing tool to, to offer. So what I did originally, just until I got a wedding somewhere, was I, besides style shoots, of course, those are all, always really important and you know uh, really great to have. So you could always make an album out of that, right? I would do venue features. So I would go around to the venues and I would you know interview them. I'd write a blog about them and I would photograph them. Those images that I photographed I would then put into a, you know, a smaller album just so they had the texture and feel of everything. And I would use that album, give it to the actual venue. And that was their sample album. And it was of their venue. And to be honest with you, I think they valued that more because it was of their venue. And there were, you know, no models in there. There was no real wedding in there. And so for them, they actually marketed me more because I had served the venue more yeah. than the actual couple, right? And then what I did is that once I got a wedding there, I turned around, photographed that wedding and gave them another sample of a wedding, of an actual wedding. Also, a lot of couples will, or a lot of marketing tips will be like, oh, do a sample wedding album for venues, which is awesome. It's a great idea. But then also inside of your studio, if you have one, or, you know, when you visit them for the engagement session and you know what, you know, what venue they're going to be married at, you could make your own sample album for a specific venue and say, oh, you're getting married to Folktale Winery. Great. Let me show you that sample wedding album. And then you're showing them a specific venue album 
of their wedding, of, of, of a wedding that could be potentially theirs. And then they can see themselves in those photos. So that's something I learned a very long time ago. So I actually have a, a myriad of uh, photo albums for different venues, specifically depending on the client that I'm talking to. Wow. That is incredible. I just have to pause and just kind of reiterate how impactful it could be to just showcase the venue without people. I've, I've never heard that before. And I I've never even seen one of those albums. Cause I mean, I don't, I don't think you even have any in your studio of just a venue of like, right. Like just the actual winery or just the event space or the vineyards. And I mean, that is a powerful marketing tool. And I love that because it's, it's cross promoting. So what it's actually doing is, you know, we feel like we're selfishly promoting ourselves, but the venue sees that they get those images in their hands and they can showcase their venue. They can try to sell them, um, like the venue to these dream couples that are coming in and shopping. So for their venue. So that is amazing that, I mean, I've, I've never heard that before, Amanda Rose. <laughs> I love it. I probably never told you, but yeah, I did that many years ago. So. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. And I'm so, so thankful that you shared this. So you have a boatload of just pages and pages and pages. We're talking about albums, pages and pages of education. So uh, how can we learn from you? I know you have oodles and oodles of education and freebies. We need to mention your freebie about your workflow stuff. So, I mean, tell us, like, how can we work with you and what type of education are you dropping that we can invest in so we can make that money and truly, truly create that experience that leaves an impact for generations? Yeah. So I'm currently in the process of uh, wrapping up an online course that I'm creating. Uh, it's going to be called uh, Albums A to Z. We're planning to launch in like August, September. So stay tuned for that. Um, but in the meantime, I have tons of resources online. I have blogs all about it. Um, you know, you're welcome to personally DM me if you have questions about it. I'm an open book. Um, but yeah, we have tons of, um, you know, freebies that we have lined up as well as free resources online in our blog. But uh, the one that I think would go really well with this conversation is the 18, the 18 checkpoints or the 18, you know, times that I talked about, you know, wedding albums in my workflow. It's something that we are making into an actual um, downloadable email template system, right? It's a workflow. So that's going to be available, uh, wedding workflow with albums in mind. And um, yeah, so I'll give it to Kiana and then you can, she can share it with everyone. So I love that. Well, definitely add that to the show notes, make sure that's included in the blog as well. And I love that. I love that you're creating this kind of like drag and drop workflow system. So any photographer, whether you are just starting out or maybe you're someone like me who's super seasoned, you've been in the business for 10 years and you kind of just need to revamp things and you need to look at your sales strategies and look at your client experience and think, how can I add value that? is not only adding value for my couples, but also increasing my bottom line. I mean, this inflation is insane. So we, we photographers need to stick together and, uh, Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge and helping us feel inspired. I love how you mentioned a little bit, Amanda Rose, about this can be really intimidating. And it, you know, not only for our couples that are picking pictures and trying to pick out, you know, leather versus linen and all these options can be so incredibly overwhelming, not just with one album company, but with dozens and dozens. It can be so just paralyzing. So, uh, thank you. Thank you for making this streamlined for us and truly being a resource. Yeah. Thank you for having me on here. And, um, yeah, if I could be a help of any way, just let me know. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. 
That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.